Welcome to your Lot and Parcel podcast. You will find this program to have your best interest at heart. You can help us to continue this library of educational topics to help you preserve your home and family. As a nonprofit organization, we would appreciate your monetary support. Here is your host, Benjamin F. Diaz. Are you an introvert? Is the rhetorical question to you. And what happens when introverts direct their inward energy outward with laser focus? She speaks to that. They create an immeasurable impact, is what she says. And my guest is here to tell us more about that. She is a professional speaker, author, consultant, and here she is, straight from New York City, Jacqueline Chalice. Thank you, Jacqueline, uh, for coming on my show today. I really appreciate your time. You're very gracious to spend time with us. And I'm looking forward to what you have to say on the topic of introversion. But before we get into our discussion, uh, Jacqueline, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your story, and how you got into the what you're doing today, in fact? Oh, absolutely. And I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to our conversation. Um, I am Jacqueline Shawless. I'm the excitable introvert. And <laughs> I guide introverted women to get seen, heard and respected by embracing their awesome. Mm-hmm. And that line of work I've been doing for almost 12 years now, um, mm-hmm. through my own company. And it started really with me, it started with me needing to throw myself um, mm-hmm. a, a life, a life raft, um, if you will. Um, my story very shortly sure. it started off in childhood i knew when i was 5 that i was going to be a new york times best selling author i told my teacher that's what i wanted to be when i grew up not a doctor not a veterinarian How about a that? new york times best selling <laughs> author Um, I knew that I would be on stages talking to thousands of people that just seemed like the most natural thing. Um, But that made no sense (laughs) because Mm. I'm I'm just this little black girl who's in a working class family in Texas, um, in Dallas, in fact, and there's Mm. no one in my family who travels. There's no one who's like, we read, but not no one's just sitting around reading, um, Mm -hmm. let alone the New York Times, there was really nothing (laughs) pointing Mm -hmm. to me even having that as an idea. But it just it it was like, okay, well, the sun comes up, I'm going to be a New York Times bestselling author. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) pass the peas. And so that that part was very clear to me early on. What was also very clear to me is that I really enjoyed and needed to have time where I could just be away from everyone else and really dive in deep to things mm-hmm. that piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. And the the world around me said, you have to choose. If you're talking about you're going to be like the successful person, you can't be the quiet girl in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to be the quiet girl in the corner, then you can't expect to be like in front of thousands of people and traveling the world, Mm -hmm. but that's not true. Um, And I knew that, Mm -hmm. I just didn't know how it could be true. And so me getting to the place of embracing your awesome was when I had an epiphany um, in high school. Uh, I got an opportunity to go to a new high school and it was a blank slate. Mm -hmm. And I decided if I'm going to be this person, like what would that person do? What would the person who's writing these books and what would they what would that person do? Mm-hmm. And so I just experimented <laughs> with saying yes to opportunities that I would normally ignore mm-hmm. or turn down. And uh-huh. 
as I said yes to more things, more opportunities showed up and they weren't showing up because I was denying myself of being quiet and reflective and observant. They Mm -hmm. showed up because I honored that. And also I said yes to these things that would put me in front and would step into that. And so everything I do now, years later, decades later, Mm -hmm. started with those little seeds that were planted way back when. And now women around, literally around the world are learning that and are using that and are impacting their own world by honoring their introversion while they are showing up big in their life. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting. Let me ask you personally, do you still consider yourself as an introvert? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's, it's, this is, this is, uh, one of those things where I, it's a bit frustrating because the social scientist and academic in me wants to respect what has been done um, in the world of introversion, mm-hmm. but there's the perception that's very wrong and it's detrimental, in fact, to introverts. Okay. Right. There's this idea that as an introvert, you're quiet, you're shy, you're bashful, you're antisocial, and you can have those traits and be an mm-hmm. introvert but those are not exclusive to introverts. There are a number of introverts who enjoy being in front of the stage. They enjoy being able to engage with people. Mm. And there are extroverts who are shy and who are bashful and who are antisocial. And so what introversion actually is, it's how a person internally processes stimulation. So Mm -hmm. that stimulation may be conversation, it may be activity in their environment. Um, It's it's the world around them and Mm -hmm. how they're processing it. And so we as introverts, we're thinking about not just what's happening, but what that means and how are other people feeling about it and whether we should respond and how that will cause um, people to react as a, we think so many things because we're internally processing. And that is why it's very draining for us to be in socially um, engaging spaces. Um, not just necessarily parties, but even conversations or workplaces, mm-hmm. yeah. because there's so much that we're thinking about. Whereas extroverts, they are externally processing. And so they need to talk through, they need to walk (laughs) through, they need to engage to make sense of their world. Um, And so it's important to to know that distinction because otherwise, if you're expecting someone who is introverted to only be quiet and they're not, well, then comes the compliment, oh, I didn't know you were an introvert. You're so, you're so nice. (laughs) You're smiling (laughs) and it's not, it's not the compliment that you may think that it is uh, for the introvert. (laughs) That's that's interesting. So let me see if I, if I understand this correctly. So an introvert would be someone that's able to, or reflects, ruminates, uh, delves into their inner world and then able to share that with others. Is it something like that or because because uh, I, I can appreciate what your definition of an introvert, uh, somebody, you know, that's shy and so forth. Or in fact, I don't know if that is part of it being shy or not, but, uh, but is that pretty much, uh, because I, I tend to do that. I reflect a lot and, and, and growing up, uh, Jacqueline, I, I wanted to be in the back of the, of the, the classroom, you know, and, and just listen and, and, and take in everything and then make my own uh, extrapolation of what is being said. 
Um, exactly. Is that something like that? Yes, that's it exactly. And it's in that kind of pondering and ruminating yeah. and, and the compassion and the empathy that comes from all of the ruminating. Um, that's how we make sense of the world. We take mm -hmm. in everything and we let it kind of sift down to finally get to, to the part that either we feel like there's something that we can contribute now that we've processed everything. And so we mm -hmm. speak our piece or we feel like, okay, that's been pretty much covered. There's nothing for me to add to it. So I will remain quiet. That's typically what's happening <laughs> with an introvert. Mm -hmm. um, so when they're in those spaces and they're quiet, it's not that they're zoned out or anything like that. They're actually very much attuned to what's going on to the point where they're taking in what's being said, what's not being said, how people are reacting to it, and then trying to figure out amongst all of that sorting where they would fit in to all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, the shyness piece, and I, I think why shyness and introversion often are, are used synonymously, although they're not, mm -hmm. is that a shy person is someone who feels um, a level of anxiety about, in, about wanting to engage. So it's not that they don't want to engage and it's not necessarily that they're internally processing mm -hmm. it's that they feel like they are inadequate or that they they would be um misperceived if they were to engage they want to engage but they don't want to give the wrong impression or they mm -hmm. don't want someone to think lowly of them so rather than put themselves in that situation they just mm -hmm. won't engage at all mm -hmm. that's a completely different thing mm -hmm. than thinking through and processing your world. And so for an extrovert who is shy, which is something that no one talks about, this would be the person who they won't necessarily like be the life of the party that extroverts are typically painted as. Mm -hmm. This is someone who they might ask a question or kind of make like a, a, a little side joke to test the waters to see if someone's willing to engage. Mm -hmm. And once that engagement has started, now they are coming more like out of their shell, if you will. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like that term, but they then sure. they are engaging, but they're not going to be um, as bold as extroverts are typically painted. And that can be tricky because in order to process your world, you need to talk with people, you need to engage, mm -hmm. but there's that hesitation to do so. And so that can create this whole other thing with anxiety <laughs> that can go yeah. along with that. But yeah. each of those are different things. That's interesting to me. Uh, I tend to, uh, to be more on the... Uh, uh, as you are describing introversion, you know when I have we have a dinner party, uh, Jacqueline. I, I will, you know, I, I refuse to have no more than what the dinner table can hold. Mm -hmm. you, you know, which is probably about eight or so. Um, and, and that way, I'm, I'm, I think I'm able to interact with everyone uh, because I've been I've been to gatherings, uh, Jacqueline, where there's quite a few there and. And really, you didn't really meet anybody. Um, mm -hmm. Is that something like that? I mean, you got you have the you, you have the the desire to interact and, and share thoughts, uh, um, and uh, you know, just enjoy uh, the the company. Uh, and uh, that's not being antisocial, I guess, uh, would it? I mean, no. uh, it's nothing like that, I don't think. But. 
but uh, go ahead. No, not at all. Yes, what you're describing is is quite typical um, for introverts. We, mm. on the whole, um, because there are actually different types of introverts, um, yes. that's a whole other rabbit hole, but typically for <laughs> introverts, we don't have a problem with small intimate groups. Mm-hmm. Um, our main objective is to make connections. And go. so as yeah. we're ruminating, we're wanting to make connections with someone. So Mm -hmm. we will tend to, if we're in a social um, setting, we'll look for that one person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We want that one person and we will stick with that one person for if not most of, possibly all of the time that we are there until we finally like, okay, I've I've got to sneak out the back door. And, And it's because of that connection. And what's really interesting is that if introverts are put in a place where they are able to create these connections, they will talk for days. Like it's hard to stop them. They will, I mean, it's like a whole new person. And that's because of that connection and that that feeling of mutual connection. Mm -hmm. And we also like to, to really dive in deep Um, when we're having conversations and so just the how's the weather type conversations it's Mm -hmm. it's a waste of our energy (laughs) we only have so much Um, but when we're able to get into these really deep um like life life kind of Mm -hmm. questions like existence type of, of discussions even if there's difference and even if there are opposing views, there's still a level of enjoyment and energizing that comes mm-hmm. from that because we actually do in those situations where we have that connection, that is very energizing, that is very mm-hmm. supportive um, for us. And so that's another piece, like what you're describing is very much aligned with someone who's more on the introverted spectrum. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, it is a spectrum. It's not an either or situation. It's just gradients of gray. So yeah. everyone has a dash <laughs> of introvert right. and a dash of extrovert, and we're right. all just gradients along the way. Yeah, yeah, I can appreciate that. It would seem to me then that someone that tends to be an introvert is more creative, I would think. Um, Quite a few. Because, I mean, they have the, they're involved in their inner world and able to create uh, uh, I know my son is like that. Uh, he is uh, an introvert, and he's in in his own little world sometimes. And he writes music. Uh, um, he's very creative. So I I think uh, there's definitely it's it's not a derogatory thing at all to be an introvert. Not at all. No, and and a number of people that are um, well known in in the arts, in business, yeah. and science, they're mm-hmm. introverts. Mm-hmm. So when you see someone like you know someone who's big personality and brash, take like Elon Musk, he is actually an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it would seem someone with that big of a personality, like there's no way, um, right. but he's an internal processor. Right. Um, so you don't have to have um, necessarily a quiet demeanor to be an internal process, but we tend to. And mm-hmm. then you have people who are in other areas of creativity, like you have Beyonce, she's an introvert, Tom mm-hmm. Hanks, he's mm-hmm. an introvert, Meryl Streep. Um, these are people who are, are some of the top of their game. Right. And even though they're, they are very much in front of everyone, they're known, they're seen, they're all of the things, and also they're internal processors. You are listening to Your Lot and Parcel podcast. We invite you to tell a friend and to leave a rating and your commentary. We thank you in advance. 
With the help of my guest, we are discovering the secret introverts use to embrace their awesomeness. And my special guest is available as a speaker, provides workshops, seminars, and to contact her, the link is found in the show notes. Let's get back with her. Here she is, Jacqueline Chavez. That's great. Uh, I, I I can see that. I I really can. So my question to you is: What is the biggest reason people people are hindered or thwarted in their personal growth, Jacqueline? Well, there's when when it comes to introverts, it's kind of twofold because mm-hmm. we have our own thoughts and our own ruminating. Um, One of our gifts is our ability to create worlds in our mind. We Uh can see all of these different aspects and um, connections, but that can also be to our detriment um, where we are able to create an entire catastrophe over something that hasn't happened yet, mm-hmm. um, which is always like, even thinking of myself, it's like, I just, I just completely imploded. And this is not even reality. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just a possibility. Mm-hmm. And so that is one of the, the, the things that can be a real hindrance is because we are able to see all of the scenarios and play out how each of these could eventually work out. Sometimes we can use that to stop ourselves. Mm. And it's not that there's anyone else that's preventing us because we're just creating this in our mind. But to our point, we can also create these amazing, wonderful um, conclusions where it's just picking the best out of the best. Uh, And so training yourself for that kind of mindset helps you to then say yes to these opportunities and yes to these chances to grow and stretch personally. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the one side of it. The other side is the perception of introverts. There's, especially in the workplace, there's a lot of um, assumption that if you are introverted, then you cannot lead um, or that if you are not loud, then you are not really contributing. And those, again, are very detrimental to the introvert because some of the brightest minds are the ones that are sitting there they're watching and taking in everything Mm -hmm. and that is specifically why they're able to lead well and that's why they're able to bring in other bright lights and put people in the right positions to their strengths and so that outside misperception is also a great hindrance. And for those who are more on the extroverted side, when you have those environments, be it in the workplace or at home um, with your own family, Mm -hmm. for someone who is more on the introverted side, don't allow the perception of their quietness or their reflective nature to create you to think they're not paying attention or they're not capable. They are more than Mm -hmm. (laughs) capable. allow them to be in positions where they can push those limits and give them the space to do that um, Mm -hmm. in a way that is supportive, which means giving them a little extra time to think. I mean, with two more seconds to think, would that really be that much of a detriment to the meeting? Mm -hmm. Um, It can make all the difference for an introvert. You know, uh, Jacqueline, I I have been self-employed all my adult life. And uh, I've never had any regrets about that but i will say that uh, i see the whole picture i try to see the whole picture what if this happens well then i come up with a solution if it does happen you know i i, I tend to go into myself that way you know and 
and and try to resolve things. And I'm sure I'm not the only one, but uh, I, I do consider myself more of a having my own inner world, you know, and and uh, reflective like that. Could, could would you, uh, for the sake of inspiration, would you share some tips and some maybe some techniques and how we can uh, improve our, uh, our ourselves in that in that regard? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I cover through my framework is the awe approach. And so mm-hmm. that's really three steps, three questions, actually, that you as an introvert can ask yourself in order to show up more and more fully mm-hmm. in your world. So the first one, the first A is, am I allowing myself to shine? Mm. This is something that comes up quite often, and it's not just professionally, but in other aspects of our lives as well, where rather than dealing with having to interact with people and answer a bunch of questions and all of this, we'll just dim our light. (laughs) Let me just hide a little bit because Mm -hmm. not necessarily because I can't, but because I don't want to deal with all of the talking that goes with leading up to the thing, not just doing the thing. So asking yourself if you're allowing yourself to shine, one, brings to your awareness, are you dimming yourself? Are you opting out of opportunities that are actually inviting you to step in? Because that's going towards what you are actually wanting to do. Um, Talking aside, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that there's that piece. So that's the first one. Um, Am I allowing myself to shine? The second one is who am I trying to be? And that one is another one, especially within a workplace, I see that comes up more. But are are you trying to fit into someone else's expectation of who you should be? Mm. Um, A lot of times for introverts, and especially for introverted women and introverted women of color, um, this comes out even more poignantly, where there is an expectation that if you're going to be successful, you have to fit a certain mold. And Mm -hmm. if you're not that, you're not going to be successful. And so to their detriment, many introverted women try to force themselves to play the extrovert game. Mm. And ultimately that ends up affecting their mental health, their physical health, their relationships until they just burn out essentially. Mm. And so asking yourself, who exactly am I trying to be? You are going back to Am I trying to play the extrovert game? Am I trying to fit into someone else's box? Or am I actually being true to me? Some of that being true to me means I have to set boundaries and say no, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. can be quite a challenge for us (laughs) because we don't want to deal with, oh, well, why are you saying this? We'll just agree to not have to deal with the back and forth. Um, But you need to be very clear on who you are and how you are showing up. That's the second one. Who am I trying to be? And Mm -hmm. the last one is exactly why am I saying yes? And this goes back to the point I was briefly mentioning just before. We will often say yes to avoid confrontation, to avoid um, having people think ill of us, to avoid mm-hmm. having to engage further. Mm-hmm. But by saying yes, you're putting more <laughs> onto your plate. Oh, so not yeah. only are you doing something you don't enjoy, you're mm-hmm. now not doing it at your top capacity and your top ability. So it creates an entire dynamic that could have been avoided if you Mm. had just said no, Mm. or even better because playing to our strengths, you can say, this isn't for me, but I know someone, or I know a resource, or I can find something that can help you with that. We're masters at being able to do that because we're constantly observing and taking in everything. Mm. And so often we will have 
the solution that it doesn't need to be us that says yes, but we can help that person find the yes that's more appropriate. Mm -hmm. So those are are the three um, components of the uh, approach. Well, that sounds great to me. Um, when you speak of, um, uh, what did you call it, uh, to, to allow yourself to shine, I guess you indicated, yes. right? I, uh, I tend to hold back a little bit on that, to be honest with you, because I, 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 I um, personally don't want to be looked at as a, a know-it-all, for one thing. Mm -hmm. um, I, I tend to, uh, you know, sit back and listen to everybody first. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and, and then you know come with my own ideas and what it said or a solution or whatever but i i am never the first one to speak up and so um, that's okay isn't it i mean if you're going to allow yourself to shine I mean, is, is that okay Oh, absolutely. Allowing yourself to shine doesn't mean that you have to be the loudest or the boldest okay. or the one yeah. who needs all of the attention. Mm -hmm. But it does mean that you do not need to play down your accomplishments, your expertise, um, your presence. You mm -hmm. don't need to to diminish yourself in order to make the rest of the world comfortable. That's where it gets tricky yes. um, when it's not just a matter of you not wanting to be the first to speak, but you have a solution or you have a perspective that can avoid a problem and you're not willing to either say something now, say something later, or point someone in the right direction to avoid that pitfall because mm -hmm. you don't want to step on toes. Yes. Um, that's where it becomes problematic mm -hmm. because one, you're depriving your world of this insight that you were gifted with. This is a gift, our introversion, um, but also comes with the that rumination that will have, ah, I should have said something. I wish mm -hmm. I would have done it. Oh, well, yeah, if I had done it, then it would have <laughs> oh. gone. Yeah, we go into that whole thing. Oh, yeah. Again, we can avoid all of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> we're always going to ruminate, but we can, we can take a few of the things off of the list uh, to ruminate about, but just yeah. simply allowing ourselves to show up in our introversion yeah yeah well that's great i uh, i don't mean to interject myself into you know the picture of an introvert you know but it's just that uh, i can relate a whole lot with what you're you are saying jacqueline and um yeah well, this, and this is perfect i love that you are sharing on um, these aspects and the ways that you're experiencing it because for mm. your audience this may be quite right. eye-opening to them yeah. that you have yes. this successful podcast you have these amazing people and you're saying now that that you're holding back <laughs> you're <laughs> introverted what uh, you're what? doing this <laughs> um so it's it's i yeah. love when i'm um, when the hosts are able to share those pieces mm. because mm. when it allows your audience, of course, to see another side of you, yes. but also mm. by seeing that you are doing this and that you're doing it so superbly, and also you are introverted and you're processing it, it's a prime example of how your introversion can be your superpower. Mm. Mm -hmm. So in other words, using uh, supposedly a weakness, uh, it's, it becomes your strength. It absolutely saying. is. Yeah. And yeah. we we deprive the people in our world when we try to downplay and, yeah. and try to force ourselves to mm -hmm. ignore 
these aspects of our introversion. Mm -hmm. We're we're not making things better. We're in fact making things worse for ourselves and yeah. also for those around us because they need someone who can see those other aspects, who can have another opinion, who is grounded and steady and mm -hmm. able to see things from multiple perspectives. Because mm -hmm. for the extroverts, they're talking and thinking and processing along the way. Once they're done with all of that, Mm. then it's like oh well maybe i shouldn't have done that well i said it now so let's go that's <laughs> it that's it yeah that's right that's right well that's a, that's a very good point very yeah, in fact a super point <clears throat> let me ask you, you you have workshops and seminars tell us a little bit about that Absolutely. So one of my my primary uh, workshops is called From Introvert to Influential, mm -hmm. how to leverage your introversion for impact and income. And that's one that I, I absolutely love because I get to go go like really deep diving uh, with mm -hmm. my fellow introverts and looking at ways that they may have been in their own world at work, at home and just within themselves downplaying the gifts of their introversion and then we get our hands dirty um, mm -hmm. with looking out and carving out a strategy to put those gifts into use um, mm -hmm. in a way that's going to not just support them financially as well as as emotionally but it's going to add that wonderful value that we introverts have. So that's that's one of my, my favorite and one of my primary ones. I will be doing a live version of that in January in New York. Mm -hmm. um, your listeners can certainly go to my website and get information about that. Um, I would love to meet some of, some of your audience members. Like, oh, sure, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> ben was a delight. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> my goodness. Well, that'd be great, you know, to... Uh, be a part of that. Um, I tell you what, you, you do have the uh, the personality. I mean, uh, you, you would think uh, you're not an introvert, but really that's, uh, it's been, uh, um, people have the wrong um, uh, concept of what that really means, obviously, you know? So yes. uh, I, I think you're, you're doing well. I mean, uh, uh, your, your smile comes through with every word you say, you know that, Jacqueline? <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, and I does. I am one of those examples of the introvert who is doing something that they love mm. and just could go on and on forever. Mm. <laughs> but I get energized yeah, um, yeah, by yeah. not just talking about this, but also helping my fellow introverts because yeah, we have so, a lot to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. And I think you're doing a fine work. Uh, in fact, it's a super work. How can my uh, listenership reach out to you and contact you for direction on this. You can always find me at IEmbraceAwesome.com. That okay. is my online home base. So you can learn mm -hmm. more about what I'm doing. There are resources there as well. Um, and a few freebies to kind of help you along the way. Mm -hmm. So IEmbraceAwesome.com. There you go. Very good. Well, I want to thank you for coming on your lot and parcel show. And Again, I think you're doing the, a, a great work for those that uh, need a little bit of uh, direction. And uh, I thank you for coming on, and I wish you the best, Jacqueline. Thank you so much. This this was every bit of the delight I had hoped. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The theme music has been provided by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in the podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. 
For more information, please visit yourlotandparcel.org. We trust you will sponsor our informative podcast with your generosity. For more information, please visit yourlotandparcel.org.